This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show on Faith Talk 1500. First, let me say this show's your show. That's why no matter what I discuss or which guest I interview, your input is valued. If it's in the news, on TV, at the movies, whether political, social, economic, whatever, at some point I'm talking about it on Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. on Faith Talk 1500. That number to call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. That's right. Don't touch that dial. Stay right on that station because you're on Bible Talk, the uh, program that is devoted to dealing with the Bible, theology, Christian living, systematic theology, and especially apologetics, defending the faith. If you have any questions, the time to call them in is right now, before anybody else, at area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Our phone lines should be wide open right now if you call in right now with your very own Bible question. And just to get you to call, let me give you a challenge as well. One that I hope is very interesting and that will engage your mind. Over in 1 John chapter 3 and verse 9, here is a very interesting verse, 1 John 3 and 9, where it says, Whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin, for his seed remains in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. What? Tell me that again. 1 John chapter 3 verse 8 says, He that commits sin is of the devil, for the devil sins from the beginning. Uh, Starting at verse 8 here. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Now, look at verse 9. 1 John 3 and 9. 1 John 3 and 9. Here's what it says. Whosoever is born of God does not commit sin, for his seed remains in him, and he cannot sin. He cannot sin because he is born of God. Well, goodness gracious, somebody's got to help me. Is this verse teaching sinless perfection? Is this verse teaching sinless perfection? In fact, I have one commentary that goes into this. It says, one verse seems to teach sinless perfection. The one I just read, whosoever has been born of God does not commit sin, for his seed remains in him, and he cannot sin because he has been born of God. So some of you are thinking right now, no, 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 I know. I know Pastor Moss is not going to ask that question. Pastor Moss would not go there. You don't know Pastor Moss. I'm about to go right there. And the question is this. Does 1 John chapter 3, verse 9 teach the doctrine of sinless perfection? If so, why so? If not, why not? The number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Our phone lines are open now. And 
Marcus is there ready to take your calls. The number to call, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, my challenge is this. Does 1 John chapter 3, verse 9 teach the doctrine of sinless perfection? That is, that once a person is truly born again, he cannot sin. Okay, is that what the Bible teaches in 1 John 3 and 9? If not, what is it talking about? Your time to call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss dealing with the doctrine of sinless perfection. Now, that's not the only question I have, but, you know, sometimes we, we, we can't get into any more than one. Because sometimes your explanations are detailed, and that's good, and sometimes my answers to your questions are as well. However, all the questions you can handle in an hour are right here for you. And the first one is this, does the Bible teach sinless perfection? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And if you don't like my challenge, if it's too easy for you, then you might have a question of your very own, something that you really want to know about. This is the program to call. Your biblical consultant, Pastor Emery Moss, is here. Uh, and inviting you, as always, to come to Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries. Uh, and friends, there's a Bible study for you. Monday night Bible study. I said Monday night Bible study. That's where you want to be every Monday at 7 o'clock. Uh, uh, we're located in Detroit, 10709 Grand River, 10709 Grand River at Oakland. The Monday Night Bible Study, actually, we've kind of changed the title of it. Now we call it the Monday Night Bible Study and Apologetics. That's right, because with every lesson of the Bible we teach, we always give you information on how to defend the faith against the cults. Okay? And uh, so we encourage you to come. We're looking at the difference uh, on Mondays now. We're still in the lesson coming out of Romans. We're looking at the difference between the law and grace. Are we still under the law, or are we now free of the law and under the grace of Jesus Christ? And what does all that mean? Okay? What's the difference between the New Testament and the Old Testament? Now, we don't want to talk about that tonight. We want to talk about that at the Monday night Bible study. The Monday night Bible study. Bring your Bibles. Come in there, ready to go. Uh, start at 7 o'clock. We end at about 8.30. We show plenty of films because we believe that uh, films get uh, a wider, wider range of things to talk about. And we're located 10709 Grand River, Oakland. We encourage you to come. All right. Number to call here. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Going to go to the phone lines. Who do we have? Hello, Joe. How you doing? Well, hello, Pastor Moss. How are you today? Well, Joe, I knew. I knew. It was like putting a worm on a hook. I knew a question like this, one of these difficult questions, would call Joe out. So I caught you, brother. So what you got to say? <laughs> okay. Since you put it that way, I, I will answer your question from First John uh, 3, 9, I think you say? Uh-huh. Okay, where, and I, forgive me, let me read it here. It says, uh, Whosoever is born of God doeth not commit sin, for his seed remain in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. 
Well, okay. no, it don't work. If it worked that way, my brother, I, w- I wouldn't be having uh, uh, bad thoughts and things of that nature. But, but I believe what it is saying, or which, what uh, John is uh, letting us know, is that when it talks about we cannot sin, we're talking about we don't practice sin. Oh, okay. So you're saying that's what it means, that we don't, when it says, whosoever is born of God does not commit sin, what it's talking about is the practice of sin. Well, as you were saying here, yeah, he cannot sin, or he doesn't usually, uh, we don't practice it. We don't practice it on on the level where we used to before we came to Christ, where we just 24-7 did whatever thoughts came to our mind. Okay, okay. All the flesh or desires and et cetera. What does it mean, Joe, when it says his seed remains? His seed remains. Now, I'm going to be honest uh, here. I would say basically I would refer it to his his Holy Spirit. Okay, so you think you're you're saying seed there is referring to the Holy Spirit. His word. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. All right. So is is uh, is that is that your your answer, your final answer? Well, that's a, that's the best I can do, bro. <laughs> well, tell me this. Uh, and I like your uh, exposition of the text. I think you did a a job. We'll find out at the end. I actually will announce how well you actually did. But as always, uh, you made some very brilliant observations there. Is there anything else in the Bible that uh, supports your view, besides your analysis of this verse, that Christians still can commit sin. Born-again believers can still sin. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, it's right here in, this, in this, this book. I think it's chapter 1. Right there uh, in, in chapter 1? Yeah. Well, listen here. here listen here. Now, I'm glad I'm, I was ready for you, Joe, because I know how smart you are. And so I'm ready for you, because I figured you might knock it out the ballpark. So I had two challenges ready for today, just in case you call. <laughs> so sock it to uh, me. Let, let, let Joe have a little rest, if okay? You, but I do have a, it, a, then If you answer it, you'll be a scholar for today. Marcus will give you an applause. Uh, okay, tell me the facts that you can put on the table from uh, to show us, to answer the question I just asked you. All right, the, the, another verse you were talking about or another place? Yeah, where, in fact, we have uh, a a clear example that lets us know that Christians uh, can sin, so we can't be talking about sinless perfection here in 1 John Mm -hmm. 3 and 9. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, okay. Now, I'm going to give you an example. Uh, 1 Corinthians... No, no, I'll tell you this, though. You told me you would be able to do it in this book. Oh, okay, well, let me use it here in in verse 9, chapter 1, verse 9. Uh, it says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us, which means he continually cleansing us from all unrighteousness. All right, Joe, you have dominated my airtime enough. You've messed up my show. I wanted just to have one challenge. Now, because of you, I've got to have two challenges. Marcus, give this man an applause. He is a scholar for today. And I'm, I'm banning him from a month of my programs because he calls in and he gives good answers too quick. 
Well, Pastor, I want to say, first of all, I I give uh, you the credit as well as our Lord Almighty, because through your program um, back years ago, you challenged, I shouldn't say you challenged me, but your questions challenged me where I had to go get answers. So I had to go and enroll in a Bible college. Oh, Okay. Well, that, that's, so I, that's great to hear. I had to go to Manthano. Uh-huh, great school. I taught there for a while. Yes, I know, apologetics. Yes, that's right. I was a yeah. professor of apologetics there. <laughs> now, I don't well, want to hold you up. I don't want to hold up your other callers here, but I do have two questions. And yes, I have been hearing this on a continuous basis. And because, honestly, I don't see it in the Scripture and uh, I need to get your opinion. I hear people say, I when they're praying, they say, Lord, I give you the hallelujah praise. Okay? Uh-huh. That throws me off right there, that one. And then when they also be praying, Lord, I plead the blood of Jesus. Uh-huh. I don't see that in the Bible either. Well, what happens is They say is that this? the hallelujah praise is the highest praise. I didn't know there was different levels of praise. Well, here's so, the thing. I don't, yeah. I don't see different levels of praise either. Uh, uh, that is why th- there's a song that's out. It's become quite popular, but I can't stand it. And Sister Moss always smiles at me whenever they sing it, where this guy says, uh, this is not just ordinary worship. Well, <laughs> what do you mean? What worship is ordinary? Either you're worshiping God or you're not. So mm-hmm. I-, I don't like songs like that. And while people talk about uh, praising, uh, uh, you know, Yahweh and Jehovah as being the highest praise. Nothing in the Bible says that. The Bible does no. not talk in that kind of language. Now, bottom line, though, in, on your second thing, when people talk about pleading the blood, uh, people I've examined who say that, what they're really talking about is just the fact that Jesus died on the cross for our sins and his blood had to be shed for us to receive. And, in fact, uh, uh, what you ex- in, in fact, read in First John, right, where it says in First uh, uh, John chapter one verse seven, if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus. Now we know here when it says the blood of Jesus, it doesn't mean it's physical blood. It's talking about mm-hmm. His death. Yeah, but the death of Jesus, Christ His Son, cleanses us from all our sins. So. If they mean that, then there's no problem with it. They're orthodox. If they take it to some kind of, uh, you know, spooky notion that actually the physical blood of Jesus, what it means in the text when it says the blood of Jesus is talking about his death. Well, I'm, I'm, I, okay, okay, but they're they still blowing my mind with it because we don't have to beg. Well, well I don't call it begging. I, I just call it praying. You know, and pleading, okay? And so, you know, I call it asking. You know, what some people call asking, other people call call beg. But but it's basically uh, asking. And what happens is when, uh, but it's the death of Christ. You know, that's what atones for our sins. So when they say blood, every time it's used, it's used over in Romans 5, 9 as well. Uh, Joe Muley, that means the death of Christ. Okay. Well, I tell you what, I'm, I'm, I know I'm an old fuddy duddy, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it alone now. Just pray the way you want to pray, brother. <laughs> hey. but thank you, thank you thank for you. Uh, it. allowing me to ask my question. All right, call anytime. Appreciate you. 
Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. When one part of the body suffers, the Bible says we suffer together. Hi, it's Michael with Bible League International, and what a joy for me to be in studio last week on Two Days of Hope as we addressed what is arguably the number one issue facing the global church today, and that's the loss of religious freedom leading to severe persecution of Christian men, women, and children all over the world simply because they believe Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. I told you about 19-year-old Aria. Her father is a radical Islamist, and he was very upset when she became a believer He beat her nearly to death, turned her over to the authorities. They violated her, beat her, even tortured her. And uh, when she was let go, she did not grow bitter. She grew what? Bold. Has led uh, nearly 200 people to Christ there in the Middle East, but praying for the Bible so that they can persevere under severe persecution. Hey, $5 sends a Bible. We're halfway to our goal, and we need to wrap up in the coming days. Please be generous and call 800-YES-WORD, 800-YES-WORD, or give at faithtalkdetroit.com. Award-winning Christian country singer Lisa Daggs has written her incredible story of unshakable faith in her new book. Hey, this is Lisa Daggs. 30 years ago, I was sitting in a prison cell facing three to five years behind bars on drug charges. I had just one thing to hold on to, my faith in God. And my trust in God's love was rewarded in ways that were impossible to imagine. But when life is at its worst, God is at his best. My new book is called No Turning Back Regardless, how God rescued me, redeemed me, and restored my heart with a song. It's about the freedom God gives us when we put our trust in him, regardless of our circumstances. Whether you're facing divorce, addiction, or family tragedies, redemption and victory is in your reach. No Turning Back Regardless is the story of what happens when you proclaim that you're going to follow and serve the Lord. Regardless. No Turning Back Regardless, the inspiring new book by Lisa Daggs, now available wherever books are sold. This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute. Here's a message that can't be shared too often. The abortion industry will lie, cheat, and steal to sell its product. And as a result, many women and men are fooled into thinking abortion is the answer to an unexpected pregnancy. If you're one who has chosen abortion, I want you to know there's no sin too big from which to receive forgiveness and healing. Christ's death and resurrection would be meaningless if it didn't pay the price for all our sins. If you struggle with the memory of an abortion, contact us. We can provide a free peer-to-peer counselor who will walk you through the grief and shame. Please visit lifeissues.org and click on the microphone icon. There's hope and healing for women and men after abortion, and it's yours. For more information, visit our website at lifeissues.org. And stay informed, more informed than you've ever been. That number to call, 
area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss, where we talk about the Bible, apologetics, Christian living, systematic theology. If you have questions on your mind about those subjects, then you need to give me a call right now at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. All right, just to nail it down, the the doctrine of sinless perfection is a false doctrine. No, it is not true that when Christians get saved, they reach a point down here where they no longer commit sin. Now, that doesn't mean you practice sin, uh, but I would tell you this. uh, Even if you didn't commit a sin, you wouldn't know it. (laughs) I mean, we have no no way to evaluate ourselves. So how could we say that our sins are gone? The only way we could say that our sins are gone after we've been saved, by meaning that, that we don't sin anymore ever, and we never have to ask for forgiveness again right after we get born again, would be if the Bible says so. But it doesn't. In 1 John, in uh, chapter 1, in verse 6, it says this, If we have fellowship, and this is in 1 John, chapter 1, verse 6, If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. Then at verse 7, but if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his his son, cleanses us from all sin. Notice, the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, the death of Christ, cleanses us. This was written to the Christian church, not just to people who are practicing sin. The son cleanses us from all sin. Now, here's two key verses to this whole subject that absolutely refute uh, the whole idea of sinless perfection. It says in verse 8, if we say, he's writing to the Christian church when he says this, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, okay, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So yes, Christians can sin, even in the Lord's Prayer, at the end, it ends with forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Okay? But that does not mean that we continue to practice sin like we did when we were sinners. Here in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Verse 10, it says, if we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his truth is not in us, all right? Uh, but the Bible tells us this in chapter 2, verse 1, clearly letting it be known that even though Christians can still fall short of God's glory, yet it says we have an advocate, right? In 1 John chapter 2, verse 1, My little children, these things write I unto you, that you sin not. But if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, right? So the doctrine of sinless perfection is not a true doctrine. Those who think uh, that they are sinless uh, have a lot to learn. They still need to always say the Lord's Prayer and ask the Lord to forgive them for uh, sins, sins of thought, sins of action. Thank God for the blood of Jesus Christ. All right, so that challenge is gone, but I'm not done. Oh, no, I'm not done. I've still got time. And that's good for me, hopefully good for you as well. I have a second challenge. This one might not be as easy as the one that was just answered. And uh, before I launch this challenge, let me get my supporting verse from James 
chapter 5, which is going to help uh, considerably to put this in focus, because it reminds us of something that always we need to do. Uh, so we're going to go here. So hang on to your hats. Here's my second challenge, challenge number two, coming out of the Bible. In James chapter 5 and verse 14, it says, in fact, we'll read into it at verse 13. James chapter 5, verse 13 and 14. If any among you, is any among you afflicted, let him pray. Is any merry, let him sing psalms. Verse 14, is any sick among you, here we go, is any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, this verse 15, and the Lord shall raise him up, and if he hath committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Okay? Notice this, once again, James 5, uh, uh, 14, If any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church, let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up, and if he hath committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Well, my question is simply this. Simple question. I'm sure you'll answer it easily. Here it goes. Can we perform miracles like the apostles did? That's right. Can we? Does the Bible teach that we can perform miracles like the apostles did? I want your answer, whether it's yes or no, and it must be supported by the Bible. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, my second challenge for tonight. Can we perform miracles like the apostles did? Can we perform miracles like the apostles did? If we can, give us a, if you think we can, give us a call. If you think we can't, give us a call. But back up what you say by some kind of evidence and logic. Okay? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss on the Bible Talk program. And remember, any question that you have, you can call that in. You don't have to go uh, and, and, and follow my lead. If you have a question of your own, doesn't touch my question at all, but this is your personal question about the Bible, you want an answer to it, then give me a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Be glad to take your question and do the very best I can to give you a biblical answer. But for that to happen, you've got to first give me a call. So that number is area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To deal with my question, which is, uh, can we perform miracles like the apostles did? Okay. Give us a call. Uh, thank you. We have a caller. Have a call on the line. Barbara. Barbara, you're on the air. Hello. Hello, Bob. How you doing? Hello, Pastor Moss. I'm good. Good. Thank you. Thanks for taking my Thanks. call. Well, thank um, you for You know calling. what? I have a biblical. I have a biblical question. It's not. It's not part of your. Um, so they told me it was okay to ask this. It sure is. 
Oh, okay. Um, the question that I have is from Genesis chapter uh-huh. four in the in the beginning. Um, the question that I have is why um, why the Lord did not respect Cain's um, you know this story of Cain and Abel. Why the Lord did not respect Cain's offering? He did not. Yeah. Okay. Why was his offering not respected? Yeah, it says in the Bible that the Lord did not respect, but he did respect Abel's offering. Well, you're exactly right. It sure does say that in Genesis chapter 4. And so let's look at that quickly, where uh, it says in Genesis 4 and 1, uh, And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain and said, I've begotten a man from the Lord. And again, she bare his brother Abel, and Abel was a keeper of the sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. So we know that uh, Abel kept sheep. Uh, uh, and Cain uh, dealt with uh, the ground, growing plants and things of that nature. Verse 3, mm-hmm. And in process of time it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. Okay? So Cain mm-hmm. gave an offering based upon plants that, you know, that he grew. Okay? And so mm-hmm. he offered those to the Lord. Verse 4, And Abel, he also brought of the first things of his flock and of the fat thereof. All right? So so Abel offered up these animals. Now we know that what it says, now here's, here's one answer to the question, okay? Uh, we know that Hebrews 9.22 says that without the shedding of blood, there's no forgiveness of sins. So some have surmised that the reason why uh, Abel's offering was accepted and Cain's was not was because of the fact that Cain did not offer a blood sacrifice, Okay. Now, that's okay. what some of the, I'm sure you've heard that answer, right? No, actually, I just started studying the Bible, so I'm all ears. Okay, you're all ears. <laughs> now, even though I can see how some would say that, I don't think that that is necessarily uh, uh, true in this case. Because definitely we know that Abel's offering was accepted and Cain's was rejected, but let's go on and see what else is said. It says uh, at verse 4, Uh, And this is Genesis 4 and 4. And Abel he also brought of the first thing of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto him, uh, uh, had respect unto Abel and his offering. But unto Cain and to his offering he had not respect. And Cain was very angry and his countenance fell. Now, so in other words, so we know that Abel's was accepted, Cain wasn't. Now, why? That's the question you're asking. Why wasn't Cain's accepted? What did God say? Verse 6. And the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou angry? Why is thou countenance fallen? Then, he didn't say anything to him about a blood sacrifice. All he told Cain was this, If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted. And if thou doest not well, sin lies at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. So I think the real answer is that Abel gave his best unto God, and Cain did not. Had Cain offered his best, God would have accepted it. Uh, but he told him that he wasn't doing well. Okay? Now, I believe that that was the key issue. Some would have said that all Cain had to do was ask uh, Abel for an animal to offer it, and, uh, but he just was too proud to do that. But I think the real problem here is that Cain just did not give the, uh, the best of what he had to God. Okay, and that God knew this, that God oh, knew that he couldn't, that he didn't offer his best. That's not something we could necessarily see. Well, what happens is, 
uh, I think that God knows our hearts, right? So definitely we know that Cain made an offering. But just like God knows when we offer it. Now, I'm sure you recognize that when we give our offerings to God, God knows whether we're giving him our best. Yes. Okay. I had, I had, I had, that was sort of my thought at what it might me, might mean, but uh, I wanted your opinion and I didn't know for sure. So, um, well, okay. But that is why I'm here. I wanted uh, to, to help you as best I can and give you as much insight as I can into it. Uh, and then give you both answers. Cause some people believe it's because he didn't make a uh, blood sacrifice, uh, based upon Hebrews nine twenty two and other things. But, uh, it could be here that God just did not, Accept it because he did not offer his best. Okay, that's kind of what I thought, but again, I didn't. I, I really didn't know. So, okay, thank you so much. Well, I thank really you. Appreciate and you keep thank on you. reading and you keep on thinking. But that number to call: okay. area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Let's go back to the phone lines. Hello, you're on the air. Janet, Hello? you're on the air. Yeah, how you doing, Janet? Hi, Pastor Moss. I'm Great. good. How are you? Real good. What? Good. The lady's taking over now. You're calling. The, the second lady who's called now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if we can perform miracles like they did in the old, um, but I hope that, I wish that we could. Okay, so you don't know whether or not we could perform miracles like the apostles could. No, I don't know that. I mean, I I wish that we could, but I'm not sure, really, you know. Okay. All right. Well, I was trying to get uh, people to take one side or the other. So you, you're right in the middle, huh? You don't, In other words, you're saying, I don't know, but I want to know. I, I hope that we can. Um, it would be nice, but I have a feeling that it will be no, that we can't, because there's no modern-day prophets. I don't know if okay. that has anything to do with it. I also well, had a question on probably uh, so, but you're going. What, what, what else? Uh, what else were you about to say? I was going to ask you on First Samuel, um, uh, chapter fifteen, verse, read the last verse, thirty-four, I think it is, uh, where God said that He regretted that He made Saul king. So, did God admit to making a mistake, or He? He regretted it. I didn't think well, that, that, you know. Well, if you're talking about God and a mistake, uh, I want the Lord to know that's you, not me. No, I'm only kidding. You're in, uh, you're talking about First Samuel 15? Yes, the last uh, the last chapter, in, yeah, and verse 34, yeah. Yeah, and that's God a good question. Regretted. That's a question that's been asked before. Uh, and okay. what happens, we begin, uh, we, we, when we look here, uh, uh, let's look at this so we can get an understanding. And, it, and, I, and I can see why a person would ask this question. First Samuel um, uh, 15 and verse 34 starting, right? Where it yes. says, Then Samuel went to Ramah, and Saul went up to his house to Geba uh, of Saul. And Samuel came no more to see Saul until the day of his death. Nevertheless, Samuel mourned for Saul. And the Lord repented that he had made Saul king over Israel. Now, so your question was, uh, what, what, did God change his mind or something? Yeah, he changed his mind. He regretted it, that he um, made Saul king, you know, just like in um, 
uh, Noah Armina in Genesis, he, I'm trying to think where he said that one other time. Um, yeah, over, in, uh, yeah over in Genesis chapter 6 is what you're talking about. Where here's how things are. God has to speak to us in ways we can understand. Now, we know that if we look at God's incommunicable attributes, right, that he is mm-hmm. everywhere present, uh, he is all-powerful, and uh, he knows everything, omniscient, omnipotent, omnipresent. So, therefore, God has to talk to us in language that we, uh, that we can understand. Now, God knew what uh, Saul was going to do before he did it. That, that fully we okay. understand. But all he's telling us is, um, uh, when he does it, that it, he regrets that he made him. That, that, in other words, to do this, uh, he didn't cause him to do it, uh, and he's letting no. us know that he regrets that, as as God that does all do the that. time, when we turn away yeah. from him. Yeah. So I he regrets it. when we turn away from him. He's not the one who makes us turn away from him, but. God has to allow man to have free choice. If man does not have free choice, then uh, um, you can't love. If God made all of his robots, then we wouldn't, right. we wouldn't be able to love it. Okay? So all God is doing here is letting us know that, uh, yes, he is uh, sorry uh, for what uh, uh, Saul yeah. did, but God is not the one responsible for it, right? And like, it, I'm sorry it, it I had said, to do this. Yeah. I got yeah, you. the Lord repented that he had made Saul. And in fact, here, God repented uh, of it. He was sorry he did it, but God did it knowing that he would be sorry. Okay, But okay. God had to do it because if God had not allowed Saul to make a choice, not allowed Adam to make a choice, not allowed us to make choices, then he would, be, uh, he would have robots instead of real independent beings. And only independent yeah. beings with free will, can love God. And I really don't like how they, I know he ordered Saul to kill all the all the children of the um, Philistines or the, I can't remember, and if there was the leader there, he didn't kill. But why did he, ha- why did God say to kill the children? I mean, aren't children oh, innocent? Oh boy, you're not, you know? you're not playing today. You've got some questions on your mind and uh, and we've got to answer those questions for you today. Uh, yeah, that stuff, in fact, in my classes, I have a class on Thursday called The Hard Sayings of the Bible, and this is exactly the kind of thing that we look at, uh, mm-hmm. and we satisfactorily answered it uh, there, and I'll give you some nuggets of it. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. The bottom line is, uh, God did not always uh, want everybody to be destroyed, but there were certain nations that God said had to be destroyed Otherwise, they, they would have corrected, corrupted his people. We see this over right. in Deuteronomy chapter 7, where it says in verse 1, When the Lord thy God shall bring thee, and this is what uh, uh, came through Moses and also to the kings after this, When the Lord thy mm-hmm. God shall bring thee into the land, whether thou goest to possess it, and has cast out many nations before thee, the Hittites, the Gegersites, Amorites, the Canaanites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. Seven nations greater and mightier than thou. Uh, and let me see, might I have to use the time for a break? Okay, uh, could you hang on? We've got to take a break, and we'll be right back. 
One lucky listener could win mortgage or rent payments for an entire year. It's the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. Enter to win by visiting faithtalkdetroit.com or tap the app to check out and participate in today's contest, polls, and surveys. Sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Competitive rates, tailored financing solutions, building a foundation for financial success. Experience the Alliance Catholic difference. Visit alliancecu.com. And don't forget to enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com. Mike Lindell, the CEO and inventor of MyPillow, wants to give back to WLQV listeners by offering deep discounts on MyPillow products. If you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener special, you're going to see some impressive offers. Yes, offers with an S. For starters, MyPillow has a great body pillow. It used to be $85.68. Now when you use the promo code RUNTOWIN, it's $29.99. That's 65% off. That's incredible. They have other equally impressive Impressive offers under the radio listener special. Go to MyPillow.com, that's MyPillow.com, to access more discounts on other fantastic products. Or call 800-919-5912, 800-919-5912, and make your order right now. And remember to use the promo code RUNTOWIN at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Award-winning Christian country singer Lisa Daggs has written her incredible story of unshakable faith in her new book. Hey, this is Lisa Daggs. 30 years ago, I was sitting in a prison cell facing three to five years behind bars on drug charges. I had just one thing to hold on to, my faith in God. And my trust in God's love was rewarded in ways that were impossible to imagine. But when life is at its worst, God is at his best. My new book is called No Turning Back Regardless, How God Rescued Me, Redeemed Me, and Restored My Heart with a Song. It's about the freedom God gives us when we put our trust in him, regardless of our circumstances. Whether you're facing divorce, addiction, or family tragedies, redemption and victory is in your reach. No Turning Back Regardless is the story of what happens when you proclaim that you're going to follow and serve the Lord. Regardless, No Turning Back Regardless, the inspiring new book by Lisa Daggs, now available wherever books are sold. Politics and religion. It's been said that you don't discuss them in mixed company. Probably by someone who didn't really understand either of them. Why follow their rules? Detroit has two radio stations that shatter them. One documents the rebuilding of a great America. While the other shares the promise of the infinite. The Patriot has all the great news about growing the economy and a strengthening nation. Faith Talk Detroit raises the soul and affirms the heart. The Patriot. FM 101.5 and AM 1400. And Faith Talk Detroit on FM 92.7 and AM 1500. All right. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, uh, answering a real rough question that's been answered by our caller. Caller, are you still with us? Yeah, I'm here. Yes, Janet. Okay. What happens is, in Deuteronomy chapter 7, there were certain nations that had to be wiped out completely by God. And, I mean, you're right, it's terrible. It was men, women, and children. Uh, The names of these nations are given, the Gergesites, the Canaanites, the Hivites, nations that were mightier than Israel. And these were nations that were in the land that God promised to his people. And they were practicing Mm -hmm. idol worship. They were already killing their babies by putting them in pillars and offering them in sacrifice and all of this. 
And God knew that if he did not wipe out these nations, then they would have eventually been able to restore themselves and challenge his plan. Now, you need to understand, God did not always uh, do the same thing to other nations. In fact, over in Deuteronomy chapter 20, it says at verse 13, And when the Lord thy God hath delivered it into thy hands, thou shalt smite every male thereof with the edge of the sword. Now, these were other countries which were further away. They wouldn't threaten Israel. He says in verse 14, this is in Deuteronomy 20 and 14, But the women and the little ones and the cattle and all that is in the city, even all the spoil thereof, thou shalt take unto thyself, and thou shalt eat the spoil of thy enemies which the Lord thy God has given thee. So, in other words, they didn't have to wipe out the nations uh, completely that were further away from them and not that much of a threat right. and did not challenge their, uh, you know, the way of life that God wanted them to live, okay? Right, okay. And, uh, and But yeah. notice that he says it also in Deuteronomy 20 and 15, Thus shalt thou do unto all the cities which are very far off from thee, which are not of the cities of the nations, but of the cities of these people which the Lord thy God gives thee for an inheritance. Thou shalt save nothing alive that breathes. And that was the Hittites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, and the Perizzites. So to let you know, God didn't do it to all nations, but only to those who right. were in his plan. And basically, the Messiah comes out of God's chosen seed, Israel. Because the children could have grown up to be just like their Just um, like God knew this. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I love your Prophecy Friday. I love when you're there on Prophecy Friday. If you can't be there any other day, be there on Prophecy Friday because I really Okay, love I will. And I encourage you, if okay. you could possibly make it at noontime, to come to our Prophecy class. We have about maybe 40 or 45 people strong. And all we talk about yeah. is biblical prophecy. That's every Tuesday at 11 o'clock. I'd love to if I could get away out there, you know. All right. I would really well, love to. Okay, thank you, Pastor Moss. All right, thank you. God bless you. And we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. This is Owen Strand for townhall.com. What do you get when you take a mysterious house, a talking lion, and an English professor? You get magic. You get a gateway to an enchanted land. You get the Chronicles of Narnia. Fifty-six years ago, Cambridge University professor C.S. Lewis died. When he died, the world lost one of the two literary figures who had created a new wave of compelling fantasy. Both Narnia and the Lord of the Rings trilogy represented genuinely terrific fiction that functioned as a spiritual lens by which to see both the world before us and the world beyond us. And now, nearly 60 years later, appreciation for the work of Lewis and Tolkien shows no signs of abating. Even as children experience increasingly secular education in the West, many young minds are awakened and stirred by the possibility of hope beyond the horizon. All thanks to a mysterious house, a talking lion, and an English professor. I'm Owen Stray. Alliance Defending Freedom. Fighting for those whose liberty is being violated. Click on the banner at townhallreview.com. You know, most restaurants either have great food or great atmosphere. But every now and then, a restaurant reaches the pinnacle of both. Imagine sitting and having dinner in absolute peace and tranquility as your worries from the day melt away. Now, think of enjoying a juicy, sizzling steak. Maybe succulent St. Louis barbecue ribs are your thing. 
If a salad is more your taste, envision a Michigan salad with grilled chicken breast, sweet cherries, candied walnuts, blue cheese, and red onion. There's no need to daydream. Experience Westwind Grill in Oakland Township with beautiful views of its rolling hills and lakes nestled beside one of Oakland County's premier golf courses. Taste their mouth-watering menu year-round with specials every day, including Thursday night build-your-own-pasta, Friday night fish fry, and their spectacular Sunday brunch. Call 248-608. 7830 or visit westwindgolf.com. That's west, W-Y-N-D, golf.com. You know, it's worse than suffering as a persecuted believer. It's suffering alone. Hi, it's Michael with Bible League International, and what a joy and privilege for me to be in studio last week on Two Days of Hope and see hundreds of Bibles being sent to persecuted believers all over the world who cannot access the Bible, but they need to be able to open the pages of Scripture and read for themselves where Jesus says things like, I'm with you always, and in this world you will have trials and tribulations, but take heart, I've overcome the world. I told you about 14-year-old Ahmed who was primed to be a suicide bomber, was going to blow himself up and kill others in the process. And yet God had a different plan. And with his Bible, he was able to understand why he's persecuted. And he also understood what? That Jesus is to be shared. He's led about 200 young men to Christ. But praying for Bibles, we're in the final days of this campaign, still far from our goal. Please be generous. $5 sins of Bible. Call 800-YES-WORD. 800-YES-WORD. Or give generously at faithtalkdetroit.com. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss on the Bible Talk program. And as always, glad to be with you as we see the time just running out. So much theology, so little time. But still time for you to call with your very own Bible question, because that is what we thrive on, are your questions from the Word of God. Do my very best to be your biblical consultant and to give you an answer from the Bible. Uh, Just give us a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, and always I have a a challenge to tantalize you, and that is, can we perform miracles like the apostles did? Can we or can we not perform miracles like the apostles did? If you have an answer to this question, give us a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And we really encourage you to come to our Monday night Bible study. If you are free on Monday night and you want to learn about the Bible, theology, Christian living, and apologetics, the Monday Night Bible Study and Apologetics. It's a program where everything we teach in the Bible, we also teach how to defend the faith, how to answer questions that come at you from atheists. We show a whole bunch of films dealing with atheism, evolution, world religions, all of this on Monday night. All you've got to do is come, bring your Bible, uh, something to write on, something to write with, 
and uh, ask any question that you want and learn how to go out and be prepared for all conversations having to do with the Bible and theology. That's what our Monday night Bible study is all about, right? Come, learn as much as you can. That's every Monday, starting at 7 o'clock, and we, about an hour and a half, uh, we're out of there. I give homework assignments, and, uh, and you'll love the atmosphere. You'll love the people that you talk to. Uh, we're in De- Detroit. We have off-street parking. Uh, you'll love it. Monday night Bible study, that's every Monday uh, from 7 until 8.30. In fact, you can start uh, at 6 o'clock, I'm on radio, and then I leave right from the radio station, and then I come to the church. So if you listen to the radio first, you've got about maybe two and a half hours of Bible study. But remember, the Monday night Bible and apologetic study. The Monday night Bible and apologetic study. And this Monday, we're continuing the wrap-up on our discussion of the Old Testament versus the New Testament and what the difference is. And un- are we still under law or are we under the- under grace? And also we're dealing with a Seventh-day Adventist position. Is it necessary for us to worship on Saturday, which is the Sabbath day? Okay, And are Christians still keeping the Sabbath? That's what we're talking about. Monday night Bible study. Bring your Bibles. 10709 Grand River. 10709 Grand River at Oakland. You can call area code 313-933-9270 for more directions to Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries. Uh, and uh, there's no fee that you have to pay, pay when you come, but give a donation. If you uh, think it's worthy to support a ministry that deals with the Bible, theology, apologetics, and trying to raise up an army of Christians who can preach and teach the Bible and also defend it, you need to be at our Monday night Bible study. Number to call here, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. If you have a response to my challenge, which is, uh, can we do miracles today like the apostles did? Can we perform miracles like the apostles did? What do you think about it? Do you have an answer to it? One uh, sister called in and she said, I wish we could. Well, she's pointing out that there's a difference. Well, what happened? Okay. Can we perform miracles like the apostles did or can we not? What does the Bible say about it? And for those of you who think that the Bible doesn't talk about this, huh, well, let me tell you. The Bible talks about everything, including this subject. Yes, this subject can be answered biblically, if you know where to go. Can we perform miracles like the apostles did? Mm. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. And I just hate to see that time running by and nobody calling. Still a few minutes you can call in if you have a comment. Uh, And, by the way, if we don't finish this, don't worry. And you don't want to miss our next program because the next time I'm on the air, I'm going to be dealing with this subject and breaking it down because it's something everyone needs to know about miracles. Okay, And that will be in a – so I'll be uh, teaching on that. Uh, and, of course, I'll have another challenge. Always got to give you a challenge. So remember that number, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. I don't know if we have any caller on the line. Uh, is there a caller waiting? No? Nope. Okay, no caller, so it's just wide open. Any of you who have a question, you can call. We're in the last minutes of our program, 
And so uh, we definitely encourage you to come and visit us at Strictly Biblical. And if you enjoy this program, uh, I definitely enjoy bringing it to you Monday through Friday. Please send donations to keep Bible Talk going. And you can send those donations to P.O. Box 05879. That's P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Once again, send those donations to P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Uh, uh, That's the zip code, and we encourage you to call, okay? 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. Appreciate it very, very much. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Looking at this whole subject of can we perform miracles like the apostles did. Now, uh, think about this question. It's quite intriguing, okay? Are there apostles for today? One caller called in, and I agree with the caller who said no, okay? There are no apostles. Hmm. Does, that, does the answer to that question have any ramifications to this topic? Can we perform miracles like the apostles did? Number to call, area code 866-423-95578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Uh, time is getting short, and Marcus is looking at his, at his time. I know he is. All we've got is a few moments left. Uh, so if you call right away, he might be nice enough to let you in. Okay? But if not, remember, there's always another day. Bible Talk will be back as long as you keep supporting it. Uh, and I do want to give a shout-out to the Bogle family and to Pastor George Bogle. Uh, uh, definitely they had we had a celebration. In fact, his retirement gathering was uh, a few months ago. And God bless him. Uh, great guy. Has blessed many ministries in Detroit. Uh, my ministry has been blessed by his, and and he will be blessed uh, because of what he did to help me start strictly better. Well, this is Pastor Moss. God bless you. We'll see you next time. Sponsored by Bible Bootcamp Ministry.